Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Sarah. I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. Grand Rising, Mandy. Oh, you're right. My bad. Grand Rising, King and Queens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. We are joined today by a very special guest. We are. I'm Wheezy. Oh, yeah. And I'm Mandy. We are in LA, by the way, which I'm going to be real. I don't know. If you have L.A. energy to me, I was very surprised that you lived here. Oh, yeah, because I'm from Oakland. Oh, are you? It was giving Wakanda energy. But this is very health as well. What is yeah, the juice? watermelon episode? juice. Come on, oh, keep it black. Oh, yes, what does that do? Because, like, I, I done told the people what beet juice does for yeah. the man. What does watermelon juice do for you? It just hydrates you. You know what I'm saying? Put all of them nutrients inside you. You know what it makes oh, it so taste good. But let's keep it clean. Wait, it makes it taste good? Anything sweet. It filters out through your body. Really? Oh, yeah, if you ever want to, like, taste super, super sweet, think about all the, like, vitamins they're giving to make your pussy taste good. That's all bullshit. It's just sweet shit, sugar, it's bullshit. Just so, eat fruit. Or chocolate. Or candy. Like, anything sweet? No. See what Candy's I mean? process. Oh. Natural sugars. Sorry, we're not going to make it that nasty. <laughs> we got 19 keys in the building. <laughs> I I feel like we're all, like, podcast family in a way because we're connected. Yeah. Except not really because we not as... 
you know, hotel. Well, Oh, we hotel. Are you like, a hotel? You a hotel, <laughs> but you're not a hotel. You just dress like one. Now listen, listen. <laughs> so at, somebody pull up the phone. What is the definition of hotel? Oh, here we oh, go. Lord. Here we go. Not just this. no. I want to know because you know, for me, before I talk Google? about certain conversations go. and words, I got to know what it means to you. And what to it be means honest, to me. when I say hotel, I'm making a joke in like a All Twitter right. spirit way of like somebody that's like spiritually conscious. Um, but I also, mean, close hotel. Uh, for those of you. Guys, you know, who don't know, is an Egyptian word that roughly translates as to be satisfied at peace. The word also refers to an offering ritually presented to a deity or dead person. Hence, be pleased, be gracious, be at peace. You you walked in and said, peace. Yeah. Uh, it is in, and then it just say hieroglyphics. Like, yeah, a person would say hotel, they say peace, to be at peace. It's kind of like to be stoic, right? Mm. It's just a state of being, if anything. Right. So, Damn, but I know real positive here. It, it is. You feel me? But <laughs> that's that's why you know uh, when I start hearing the word hotep, it's more derogatory term in a way that people uh, um, talk about people that I believe come off eccentrically conscious. Or I think what I've seen hotep when I learned the word at first, it was dudes that were coming from this like women need to not talk blah blah, and then we just throw the word hotep at them. But you well, know what I, think I call they you threw that on. So it was a very small percentage of men, and then they threw it and cast a wide net. Right. What just, are you known for? Like, um, I think I'm mostly known just being a thought leader, man. I, I, I'm one who educates. We're thought leaders people. too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, the 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 what? G and the H is silent. It's the, very the, silent. The, it's, it's just C H O C. Oh, that's a great title. We're thought mean? leaders over here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think right now it's it's more so being known as, you know, one of the more outspoken voices in the black community um, that you can go to for solid leadership. Um, and then we have the high level conversations, which is booming right now. And then, of course, you know, as a thought leader, you have to be somebody who actually got books. You have to have skill sets. You have to be in multiple industries. So I'm an entrepreneur. I teach financial education. As far as spiritual education, physical, and sometimes political at the same time. Yeah, I learned it. Um, I think uh, master investors. So Ian is one of the investors in the studio. And I was like, did you Shout know? Shout out to Ian. Yeah, love Ian. He was like, did you? I said, did you know 19 is out here? And he was like, yeah. He was like, you know, he's really big for talking about crypto. Do people mainly like... I think that it was just an easy niche for people to identify me with because I was one of the first main black voices to speak about crypto while everybody was shunning it and only talking about, let's say, maybe stocks or safer financial investments. Um, Me and my platform, I remember we was talking about futures, crypto options, some of the riskier trading skill sets that you can get into. So, you know, early on, we made a lot of people money by learning those skill sets, learning how to invest in crypto. And I, I listened to it and got into crypto and blockchain specifically because I felt like we talk about a lot of things in the black space, but we don't have solutions for them. And I felt like cryptocurrency initially when I heard about it, it was a decentralized way to not have to use like government banking and things of that nature. Scam. You know how so, like we just uh, lost like scams. a billion crabs? What happened to the billion day traders? Like them niggas was on Twitter all oh, the time. Traders, they on, disappeared like the crabs did. No, nah, no. Nah, day traders is making money right now. But are they, sure. like, oh, I just don't see down. No, nah, because listen, right now, whether it's stocks or crypto, if you trade, this is your market, right? Mm-hmm. Long term, okay. this might not be your market because you're going to see your portfolio down. But if you if you are a trader, you're making a lot of money during this market. They had one of the craziest days just the other week. You understand me? Where the market just shot up. I, I know me personally, right? And I know other people that are making money on a consistent and daily basis and they posting their profits. Mm. If you don't know how to trade, 
it is a much harder market because you're not going to be as lucky. But if you actually had a skill set, this is the best market for you to be trading crypto or um, stocks. Now, can I ask you, the, they have to be on like the computer almost for hours, like d- during uh, the day, uh, like uh, what, what is it like? I mean, I guess you wouldn't know what it's like dating them. But in terms of relationship wise, them niggas like live on the computer, their nah, phones, like nah, they constantly the, have to, right? No, 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 because the market is not all day. As far as crypto is an all day market. But for the most part, people have targets that they want to make for out the day. Okay. People uh, set a certain amount of trades, especially if you trade um, the stock market and you're doing options. Mm-hmm. You mostly go trade between, you know, um, the morning and the afternoon. Right. The market, if you're on this side of the West Coast, it closes at one o'clock. Right. So after that, your job is done. Now, some people, they go study the market. Somebody like Mark, uh, Ian go tell you to study 50 pages a day. Now, I don't think that the average trader is doing nowhere near that, right? Some people, they just set up like my bro uh, at uh, Cheat Code and them. What they have is like algorithmic trading. So they have like bots that tell them to help them with the signals of the trades. Which Mine's like auto set. Yeah. And then you have some people that have communities and those communities in the morning, they tell you, yo, this is the type of setups that we see in the market. This is what we think is going to go for the day. They take maybe one or two trades and then they done for the day. And then if you're doing something like Not futures, sex work. This is just like it. It's giving one or sex two work. and you done. It's giving sex work. But only if your rates are high. It's probably the same feeling, but I don't know. It may be more profitable than sex work. Now, I, I want to know. So. Obviously, the ladies love you because... Obviously, huh? <laughs> they do. They be, I, I, mean, I see them on, every time I click on your live. I'll be like, can we learn about some money? Damn. So... <laughs> I just want you to take your clothes off. Is this... No lie. <laughs> do people think that you're like, this is a front like that? Like, oh, you be getting all the hoes. Like, this is the... No, I've been doing this too long in front of the people. You know what I mean? I feel like if you just, How old are you? Um, 19. You, oh, okay. You know what? No. You know what? <laughs> Men are no. normally able to share their age. No, I'm 32, though. Oh, uh, my God. Okay, I'm, I'm about to hit my Christ year. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. You hit 33, that's that Christ year. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's next year for um, me then. Yeah. Right there. So, but no, I, I, I've never had that issue just because I've been doing it so long in front of the people that you can see my history. Like, you can't fake it when you got consistency. That's just character. That's fair. Consistency is key. Yeah. Is that one of the 19? That's one of them. And you actually don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows much about your personal life. You do you believe in just keeping relationships off of what, you for know, the most part, the I think, uh, you got to ask, why do people want to know? For the most part, they don't want to know the support. They want to know. the. Mm, no, be, I uh, disagree. They want to know you're a relatable person. So, yeah, some okay. of that. But I'm saying to know the ends and the details oh. of all of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind letting you know if I'm in a relationship or not, but you needing to know and update on it consistently. I feel like it's none of your business. Listen, the way that we record, like we bulk record this podcast. And I, we literally just recorded a Patreon uh, episode yesterday. And I was like, the the things that we talk about, by the time it airs, I feel like it's a reality show because I'm talking about being single while I'm waking up next to my nigga. So it's just like, <laughs> but it's two months. It, like what we recorded was two months ago. Yeah. So it's cool. like they don't, I know a lot of people that listen to us feel like they're in tune with our lives. Yeah. But they, they know But that's like another thing. Later. So many things be changing. People get invested into a relationship and then yeah. the next month they out of it. Then people mad at you for not being in that relationship. Or, 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 it's or, or, or in and out. And then in and also out. a lot of the value. And this is one of the things I wanted to talk about with you, too, because I feel like a lot of the conversations I've seen you have are masculine, feminine energy. I'm actually I, I prefer your clips to a lot of other socially conscious, you know, that bracket of dudes because I feel like you don't necessarily put women down and a lot of those men do. But it still kind of is giving fresh and it. Like, just a little bit. 
Uh, fresh and fit don't even date black. Oh, no. that's, that's not it. We're not even. We're not even. I don't even fuck even with them. Close. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, first of all, I, I them niggas are ugly, and every bitch on their podcast is a three. I wasn't talking specifically about them, but when when men to me speak on feminine energy or roles of women and what they should be doing or what they not doing, to me that's what that's given. I don't want to hear that. I, I, I don't listen. See. I don't think there's nothing wrong with men giving their opinion on feminine energy or what they want from a woman. That's what we want the most. That's what we think about the most. You understand me? So we're going to mm. have a huge opinion, ideology, and a philosophy on what we want. You got to right? keep in mind, too, they're, Especially they're a very demeaning. Man. A lot of those guys really put women down. I don't know if we could find a clip where they're calling women women and not bitches and hoes. Well, yeah, because we got a conflict-driven, media-based society. 100%. Right? So you're talking about clips that go viral. Those are the men that have uh, what people hate and they find distasteful and they share it and they talk about it and they make it successful. Yeah. But they're pretty sure that there's plenty of men that's having respectful conversations about women, but that ain't going to go viral. You understand me? The ignorance is going to go viral way faster than respect. Yeah. So that's what you see, but that's not the totality of what's happening. I know they got like manospheres and red pills and they, all that weird it's stuff. Nuts. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I didn't know nothing about that. I think my bro Mike Rasheed told me about that shit. Um, but even them, they don't particularly, you know, like successful men that, you know, just get it out naturally. Right. Because I feel like they they feel like they got to learn some kind of secret algorithm of life in order to get with women and to walk a certain way. And they kind of like hate people that or hate certain type of men, you know, that's like myself. You know, no, they cornballs of money. We just melanated and grateful. <laughs> they the crypto dudes that couldn't get pussy before the, the price went up. That's how. That's a fact, though, too. That's what I really blanket those dudes into. But getting into the independent thing with women, I'm I'm curious on your opinion on this because since I've grown and elevated in entrepreneurship, like many women in our space, right? We all know these girls. I feel like I have the Kevin Samuels esque crowd that will come in, and he wasn't necessarily. I'm not a fan of his, but he wasn't necessarily a bitch or hoe type dude like Fresh and Fit. But he was one of those dudes that are like, if you make a certain amount of money, men won't want you. You're not desirable. Why is it that an independent woman seems like she can't be a good mate, wife, or mother? Like, I still want to cook for my nigga, even if I'm busting my ass. It's it's counterintuitive, right? Because at the end of the day, independent, right? It's the same thing as saying that you want a dependent man, right? These two go opposite of each other, right? Because an independent woman depends on no one, and a dependent man can't be depended on. What should we depend on our man for? For protection, provision, right? Um, it could be spiritual guide. It could be education. A man who wants to you be haven't said money yet. Increase the profit. That's being well, a provider. That's, that's, that's provided. provision. But I'm saying like all of these things that I would want for a man. Don't you? I would love a man pay for my shit. Right. My but faith. that doesn't mean that you can't have your own money. But, but also, why did you go directly to the independent and the dependent? Do because you not those believe are that, the polar opposites. But do you not society? believe that two independent people? can exist together in a relationship? I don't think they need each other. Mm. I think that what is the point of having relationships? The same thing if you get a business partner that you don't need. Mm. What are y'all in business for? That's actually a fair rebuttal, even though I don't necessarily agree. But we're not monolithic as human beings. And so to me, I've had this conversation even with my ex a lot. Like he often felt he struggled in how I needed him or if I needed him or how he should even show up as a man with me. And as women, even when we're independent, sometimes we just want comfort. Sometimes we want mm-hmm. emotional maturity or right. someone just to be with. Like, so in the ways that I needed him, where men feel like this is what makes me a man with everything you just listed off, 
it's, it was frustrating to me as someone who I now don't, I'm not coming at you for your money, right? Because my bills are paid. You pay your own bills. As human beings, the same way I look at friendships, I would hope that we can connect on just a human level mm-hmm. in needing each other the same way I need my friends, the same way I'll run to my mom for certain things. Like, I want to encompass you more than you being my bodyguard or my or my wallet. Right. No, that is a very important aspect of it, right? So a man is not just physical and material. Like, being emotionally there for a woman is very important because women are more fillers. We're more thinkers. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are where we have those mix-ups and those opposites, right? Being able to, like, men like to come to a conclusion of certain things and women like to feel their way through things, right? Like, when you're having debates and argument, it's not about yo, let's just come to the logical conclusion of this because we want to end it by coming to a conclusion. Things, I was listening to Sadhguru, he was talking about things die when they come to a conclusion, right? Women uh, exist in emotion, which is motion, is life. We want to continue for this thing to have life. We don't just want you to uh, end this off with your logical thought process. So for a man, there's a lot of lack of learning how to be in your full development of a divine man, masculine man. And that goes beyond Right. Most of what society teaches is like, yo, if you don't have money, if you don't have status. Right. If, if you don't yeah. look good and material, a woman ain't going to want you. Then when you get in a relationship, she's attracted to you for those things. But now she wants you to have these other skill sets. Right. To be emotionally there for. But that's not what women are propagating as the highest level of men that provide emotional support. So since you do believe that it would re- basically repel against each other. Are you telling me that when you're meeting women or looking at women, that ambitious women or women that want more aren't necessarily something that attracts you? I mean, if we're doing business together, for surely. You but know not as me? a partner. Uh, like, relationship. If, if, if it depends on what my goal and what my vision is, does this fit into my goal and my vision? Otherwise, you got to literally like a, a woman having her own ambition, ideas, vision, intelligence is immaculate, is beautiful, is great. At some point in times that sometimes that particular ambition will have y'all going in opposite directions, right? So it's like your business is halfway across the planet. Mine is over here. We too busy for each other. What about in this scenario? A man wants emotional support as well. I don't understand. And, a, and, and a I think that's that, that woman can Because that's what that support? feminine energy does. When you got a feminine woman, after you're done dealing with the world, she's there helping console you. But she's dealing with the world as well. Y'all got to goddamn console each other. And neither one of y'all got energy. For so an independent. So you don't want you don't like the word teammate. Then. A lot of independent women lack the type of feminine energy that is nurturing in the relationship. Mm. So let's say that we have no idea what you're talking about. Independent women that are. I mm. want let's say they got a, a hair salon, hair business, right? Mm-hmm. They're making mad bringing up their hair salon. No, nah, that was just on my mind because they're making mad bread. Oh, These are women making millions, <laughs> right? I know what you're talking about. Some girl told me I wasn't shit because I ran a podcast and probably had a hair salon. But anyway, <laughs> so she said, y'all think y'all successful with that. They are, yo. They're millionaires. So that girl working 40 hours a week, dealing with some stuff. What are the things she's probably lacking in femininity? Even though she's servicing women, those are probably her clientele. What are the things that she might be lacking as an entrepreneur that you could get from someone else. She probably not gonna lack as you talking about for me as an entrepreneur. No, like as her because as an as entrepreneur. entrepreneur. She's probably not lacking. And she's a millionaire and she's successful. But as a feminine woman, that's in my a relationship. The these are two thing. different things. It's your value in the world, right? And then it's your value to me as far as a person that I'm in a relationship with. I'm not in a relationship with the whole world. I only have expectations of this one person, right? And, and when we talk about relationships, we're talking about 
what we want and expect from this one person, not every woman in the world, right? So if I'm a man that is already having my success, Mm -hmm. right, then therefore when I come home, I want someone there that can help console and, 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 and help me take it to that next level. What about right? men that don't but, have your success? But the, 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 the men don't matter right now. Yeah. They don't have options. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's so the average they gotta, listener of our, our content, but, all of but, ours. But, but listen, though, because when we're talking about independent, independent people, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about women specifically that are successful, to a man, that success matters like this much, mm-hmm. right? Because it has nothing to do with how is that going to help me in life? That I agree because, with, but why is it a deterrent? Because let me, let me, I'm explaining to you. Because a woman's money is her own money, mm-hmm. right? So number one, it's not financially beneficial because even the way that we have roles set up in society that... It's financially beneficial on, on, if you don't have to spend your money on her. Right, but you, as a man, you're going to always want to spend your money on your woman, right? Okay. Because then what other value do you have in that relationship if you can't be a provider? A woman, if a woman tell you, I don't need you to protect me, well, damn, you don't need me in that area. Like a man has to feel some sort of value, purpose, and worth in a relationship as well. The same way a woman will want to if a man is completely taking care of her and she's asking him, yo, what can I do? And he say nothing. Then she's going to feel like, damn, what can I do? I don't have any value. You brought it back to the same two things, though. And it's because this is literally the conversation I've had over the last two years with with my ex, like... Her ex who was a black Muslim man, by the way. Oh, yes. shout out to that um, you And see? Uh, uh, and other things. Uh, <laughs> but but he... You, you brought it right back to protecting and providing. And to me, my argument has always been, well, that's though, a high level, like, though. But yeah, but I, 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 I show up and I cook as a woman. I show up and I'm thoughtful to his needs, his wants. Um, sexually, we, we communicate... This is where... So it, he didn't. I, pro- he only provided in one way. Did he provide mentally and spiritually and emotionally 100%. As well? And that's where, though, to me, in, ta- in speaking to men, specifically black men, they don't feel their value is of any value if it's not protecting and providing. And well, I think that that's, that's been the hardest... I think it hasn't been defined that protecting is also protecting spiritual and emotionally as well, right? It's not just physical protection, right? Because for the most part... <laughs> It, it, yet physical protection is not going to come up that often. Right, right, right. Unless you live in a war zone. Yeah, we're not out here right? fighting. So right. <laughs> that's not happening. You're not even proving that right, part right, to right. whether you can even be a great physical protector in the first place. But when you're talking about providing that protection, every woman wants to feel safe. You understand yeah, that's me? That's why they torment. Yeah. She, <laughs> she gets in a relationship with a man that can make her feel safe. That would actually override a lot of things that she would take from in another relationship right. where she feels unsafe. Mm-hmm. So protection is key. But that protection is financial protection, spiritual protection, emotional protection. All of those areas have to be encompassed when you say protecting and providing. So they're very big, but they're multidimensional, right? And I think that Mm. some relationships first focus on one dimension, right? And so a man try to figure out how do I become great at this dimension and project myself at that. Then he gets in a relationship and now he's expected to be multidimensional, which are most likely his weaknesses, right? And then he's graded on that when he's in a relationship. But what got him in a relationship was that one dimension. Well, I look like a protector, right? I look like a provider. I got some money. But that doesn't mean I got emotional intelligence. That doesn't mean I know how to spiritually console a person. That doesn't mean I really understand the dynamics of masculine and feminine energy. So I feel like a lot of men today have lost the art of manhood. So when they get in relationships, they react in a way that they know how and what they say. I really appreciate you saying this because I feel like a lot of the rhetoric we hear today Black women are eclipsing black men in, in entrepreneurship numbers, right? Which means that a lot of men are feeling insecure. So now they're like, you're losing your womanhood. 
well, we out here, why shouldn't I be the best version of myself, right? Is that making me undesirable? And I would say then to those women that are seeking a man that can do those things, how do you show up in your opinion? Because we could answer this all day, but as you who are, you know, would are interested in women, how do you then show up for your, for your mates and still provide for yourself? Like, I don't want to wait five years at 20 years old for a nigga to just show up when frankly, a lot of my main shit, let's just be real. It's like, why can't I be building my empire too? I want a nice house. I want a vacation with my friends. What am I supposed to do? Am I not supposed to build while you're waiting for you? Broke no, you? No, you're supposed to build Broke yourself up. Listen, that whole entire time, you understand me? Because what you're talking about is building all of your ambitions, right? What a man looks for, for the most part, when he see a woman, he's trying to look at, like, who are you, though? Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. me? Like, because how much money you got and all of that shit, that's not what makes me attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? Are you a nurturing person? Are you a good person? Are you a feminine person? Like, who are you at your core? You're talking about things as far as ambition and legacy. Those are masculine things. Those are very logical things that you want to provide for yourself. Those are masculine things? Well, because ambition is masculine energy. We all have masculine wow. and feminine energy, but ambition to go out there the and emotional, the feminine and material man. things. Like, you know, I feel like even like a lot of things that we do is masculine. A lot of things we do is feminine, right? The way we dress ourselves and, and the way we express ourselves, that's a feminine thing. Fashion is feminine, right? Mm-hmm. But going to get money, that's more of a masculine pursuit in the way we go about doing it. Building business is a masculine disposition. That's a logical endeavor. It doesn't require emotions to build business. I want to throw something at you that I thought about years ago. We had an episode with my mom, and my mom never worked. She was a housewife. And she would always tell me, like, okay, we don't eat until daddy comes home. We got to set his plate. We got to do this. And we had an episode with my mom where I cooked for my ex. Remember that? I ended up dating him for a few years. But Mandy was like, no fucking way. We should not be cooking or you shouldn't be cooking for a nigga that's not your man. And I was like, well, how? I want to. He comes over. He takes me to dinner. This is my way to show him. And that was really what my mom taught me to do. Now, we've had split comments on this, right? Where one, why do these things for a man that aren't your man yet? Right. He's got the cow that he didn't buy yet, so to speak, something like that. And on the other end, in my brain, I was like, well, I'm showing him I'm a good girlfriend. But Mandy's like, well, you're doing all this shit before you're his girlfriend. Right. When you're a boss bitch on this side, he should be happy to be with a woman like you. What is the role that women should be taking when initially dating? Should they be showing up all the way in their full selves like that? I think that you show up whoever they are. I mean, that whole idea, and and this is a a trick bag, like, is you got to ask yourself, is that successful? Right? We get a lot of advice from our parents that just don't matter. And Steve Harvey, right. It wasn't right. You understand me? And Mm -hmm. so... We, we be remembering a lot of indoctrination and traditionalism that your parents passed down from their parents and parents, but that shit didn't matter. We want to see a woman for who they are. If you a cooker, you know, cook. Yeah. You understand me? Don't do it because you're in a relationship or not do it because you're not in a relationship. If you're a woman that likes to cook, just cook. And then I'm going to see, okay, that's that's one of the things I like about her. She likes to cook. You understand me? Don't. It's like if you get with a man you think is spiritual, then you start faking like you meditate every day. <laughs> if that ain't, that ain't what you do. Have you experienced that? I mean, I'm pretty sure. You feel me? Uh, I feel like people try to show up as a reflection of what they think they want their partner to see in them and what their partner is attracted to. But I feel like if you show up as your true self, then you give a person the opportunity to like you for you. Right. You understand me? Because like I said, maybe a person can be impressed by the things that you've done, but that's not the reason they go love you. You understand me? They go love you for how you treat them or how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's the same thing with a man. If you're going to make a man feel good, he's going to want that in his life. You understand me? And 
it depends on his level of maturity and development as a man because every man is different. So a lot of times women in society speak on men like we a monolith, right? There's varying degrees, levels, yeah. educations, like ethnicities, backgrounds. Everybody is different in their development. So it also may just be that you may be attracted to men who are not fully developed. You understand me? And so a lot of women are not attracted to mature men. They're attracted to, you know, immature things. And then when they get in a relationship, they want that man to be mature. And it's like, damn, well, that ain't why you want it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place like iHeart for all your favorite music radio and podcasts watch what you want when you want immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect Philips Roku TV today online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell they're with us today on Crew Call I'm your host Anthony D'Alessandro Billie's vocals it was automatic art you know I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what I'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline have you heard about the social media platform for kids it's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Let's talk about, as a man who I feel like respects women, let's talk about ho-ass niggas. Because here's what's going on. I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about them, but okay. <laughs> Because I think they really do need to hear from you, right? Here's the, here's the thing. Wait, define ho-ass niggas. I'm, I'm about to tell you. Okay. A lot of the men today that have money have access to a bunch of women. Yeah. The more mm-hmm. clout, the more women you have. Yeah. And we're attracted to the men with money, right? The Casanova. 
But at the same time, are you really able to develop fully as a man to that level that you're talking about if you're running around with a bunch of women? Do you think that men are able to show up in their most masculine energy if they've got 10 or 15 girls in freaking rotation? Like, do men with money having a bunch of women, is that something that's going to come with it? Is that something women should expect? Well, I think women are attracted to money. You understand me? And so, therefore, men with money often have the options to have a lot of women, right? So that's just the reality. Now, but that doesn't make you a man, right? I think you got to define what is a man, right? I think that it's, it's, it's what a man is his principles. You know what I mean? He's his virtues and the things that he believes in that qualifies. A man is the way he thinks, right? So to go from being a boy to a man, that means that he's changed the way he thinks and the way that he manages himself. He's mm -hmm. developed himself into this position. The problem is not a lot of women know how to identify a man, right? So you're looking at a male, right, who may still be maturely as a boy, right? And you may still be attracted to boyish things. You know what I mean? As a woman, that's what you want because you may still be young and a girl and your maturity What are those boyish well. things you think right? that women like? Just seeing, I mean, just the way a man dresses and the, the money he has and the status he has. These are more, you Tangible. know, shit that we learn in high school, right? Popularity. Yep. You understand me? Who looks like they got some money and, you know, what other type of women are attracted to him, right? But does that man, is that man respectful? Does he have dignity? Does he have courage? Is he intelligent? Is he loyal? You're right? Is he responsible? Is he disciplined? Is he focused? Those are qualities of a man that most women are not looking at to determine whether they're attracted to well, him or and, not. And I wanted to step in on that as well, just because it's been something current. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, who is one of those very wealthy men with a lot of women, he recently took to um, his Instagram and put, everybody always asks me, when am I getting married or why am I not married? I'm not married for the same reason the divorce rate is so high. The only person I will truly trust is myself. Therefore, it eliminates disappointment. He said he has nothing against people who are married. Those are just his personal beliefs. He has multiple women. And Ali Chapa also just came out and said that I want multiple women. We talk about... Is he the one with over, 10 kids? No. No, that's NBA young boy. That's young boy. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's like 20 years old. He was in a relationship with a woman who was like 30. And she thought that he could... She could convince him mm -hmm. that he could be monogamous. He went into the relationship saying, I needed these multiple women. And so because we do talk about non-traditional relationships, I also don't want to just throw it out there that niggas who entertain multiple women with a lot of money are stunted mature-wise mature because I don't think they are. I think they're a little bit more honest than the regular niggas that right. are saying that they could be monogamous and they can't and they're cheating. So I, I do just want to like distinguish that even the men with money are very open about not only their access, but that they need multiple women. Well, I also think you got to take into account, man. If you are a man that lives in 2022 today, right, the old reality is completely different than any other man in any other period in time. Like, no other man in any other period when all of the rules and constructs was created has social media. Yes. Right? This access so is crazy. it changes the level of discipline and responsibility and focus that a man will have when it comes to choosing a woman. It's, that's a, it's a fact. You understand me? I, it's bro, a fact. Yo, your pops ain't never see all of the twerking in his I'm, life. I'm only that, 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 because I'm just saying it's, a, it's, it's different. It's a really honest thing. <laughs> okay. Because okay. okay, I agree. Like I think temptation always exists, but like I can't imagine knowing you could just click on her and have her. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and you can now. Yeah. That is like, crazy. Ball yeah, players that. don't even got to go to the club no more. They slide in DMs. Bitch, pull up to the hotel. Yeah, Niggas yeah. not going out to dinners. They're not going to clubs yeah. anymore. They Uber don't is, a, is a not Uber, sex delivery one. service. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uber is a sex delivery service. That's okay, correct. Okay, I know that's right. Yeah. They, at first, drivers used to car. deliver pizza. <laughs> now they deliver women. Do you put them in a black car? You understand me? Huh? You ain't you never put, put a, a bitch in the, in the share ride, did you? Chill out. <laughs> I don't even get in share rides. I only do, you, do Uber Black. Come on now. I, I do want to know, have you ever had like a whole phase? And by that, I mean just like sleeping around, having fun. Or is it difficult for you because you do feel like you need to be spiritually connected for women? Can you like just have a one night? And- no, you know, I'm from Oakland, man. So growing up, I got I got an older brother. You understand me? He taught me the game at a young age. So at a young age, I wanted to uh, sew my royal oats as well. And I looked at it as, <laughs> as stripes on the belt. You feel me? Oh my yeah. royal oats. Look how you make this shit sound. You understand You me? came ready. <laughs> you came ready. That's you what you I put my seeds me? where I, where I yeah, feel like they I need was, to be. I was, I was, sure I was once a farmer. Right? You understand me? <laughs> you know, Do you have I, kids? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, no, nah, but yeah, I'm thinking I'm a, I'm a man. You understand me? Oh, it's and, the and an immaculate retention. being. So here we go. At, at a high level, you know, I've always had uh, women attracted to me at a high level. You understand me? And I got uh, multiple brothers. You understand me? And and they've always had that as well. And you know, being from Oakland, California, you learn how to speak very well and communicate with women. He said, "I love so, conversations. I love a pussy. You know, I know that's right. It ain't never been an issue. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> he said, I'm, but I see, got it. but but no, listen though, because <laughs> a lot of men learn how to. You know, first get women through social media. Yeah. So that changes the dynamic psychologically on how they look at women mm-hmm. and how they look at themselves, right? About our age, though, we're the last of yeah, where the you last had to meet of reality. Like you had to go to the mall, yeah, you the movie theaters. You know, the mall. men around thirty-two to thirty-five recently, because I've always seemed to be attracted to men in their forties, and now I'm starting to like it. Because we, they kind of on the shit that I'm on. They'll still do something nice, like leave me a voice message or like not be scared to be a little romantic. Like niggas with a voice message. Not a voice note. I got a voice. So that means that you didn't answer the call. Everybody leaving no voice message. That's a voice. No, so you sitting there to the answer machine so they can leave voice messages. I see you a voice note. I look like leaving a voice message. Yeah, I look. So you not leaving a voicemail? He in his fifties leaving voice messages. Is it not a voice message when it's a text? Uh, no, after a voice, the after no. the beep is a voice message. That's a voice message. After the I mean, beep. at the voice message, yeah. <laughs> voice note is when they voice directly send you a message. message. <laughs> oh, niggas no. be leaving me shit and they be talking nice and I like that shit. See, I don't replay. like that because the voice notes now, nigga, why you can't pick up your phone and call me? I feel like that's <laughs> young nigga shit. I, pick up the phone and call I me. I hate a text message. I, yes, I love I phone hate a voice calls, note. but the text message to me is too casual. It's a letter. A text message look, is a letter. It's look. romantic. It ain't take so no effort. Text message it's is a romantic. romantic. Comment is a letter. You know what I'm saying? That. It's a comment. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a miniature Bro, letter. I got no standards. I want a voice note. That's sad. That's really bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> a voice note, some good food, and some dick. Okay. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> yes, we're gonna get into yours. We'll not get into. You. I, so, I mean, all right. One of the craziest clips, and I told you, I this is why we brought this you. shit. Made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Mainly because, you know, when you're like at this point where you hear something so woke that you're like, damn, am I asleep? So there was a dude you interviewed (laughs) (laughs) on high level conversations. What was his name? The one with the Snickers. And he talked about the over sexualization of black men, which we know is true. But one of the things you guys covered was semen retention, which I feel like is insane. 
because I can't imagine I'm having sex. I'm like, oh, I told my whole, I told Crystal we were having this conversation today because um, I can't remember. She met you somewhere. I don't even, oh, I think maybe InvestFest. Um, and we were talking. I was like, yeah, he does the semen retention. She said that nigga childish and I don't even want to hear about it. Cause but we hear the, about athletes but, that but do the that way, shit. But the way that women, we we want to see that. That's almost our sign of you being pleased by us and us doing our job. And like the way we talked about how you expect women to show up. Yeah, but okay. The part of the I, I, first energy, of all, we always do it. Who said, first of all, y'all, y'all are saying a lot of things that I actually do <laughs> or what I don't do. I don't think I've said on that episode whether I practice active semen retention all the time or not. At all. Yeah, well, not well, all the time. I don't know time. that you were what, talking about what, it. What periods, though? When, when do you practice it? So, I mean, I've tried it before. You understand me? I think that I first read up on semen retention and the benefits, right? So, what is it? Let's talk about so, it. So, first benefit is discipline, right? It's the same thing if you fast them from food, right? And so, we made the food sex connection on there. And the food sex connection is like when you eat, you're generally going to have more blood flowing down to your general your genital areas, right? So, that's going to automatically leave opportunity for more excitement, you understand me, or arousal, right? Just food and sex, period. But when we're talking about fasting, fasting now is less blood going down towards your general areas. Now you're actually more disciplined because when you are fasting from anything, you start to think about all the other things that you don't need as well, right? Excitement leads away to mind. And so during sex, it's the, you know, what happens during sex? You start breathing, you but start panting. But it's just edging, you lose isn't it? energy. Huh? Well, no, that's not coming. So semen edging is, is holding your cum and saving it and saving it and saving it. So to me, semen retention just never You're having the peak. It, well, no, that's that's two different things. So it can be that. It can be actually fasting from sex, right? Or it can be during the time of sex, you are learning to disconnect orgasm from ejaculation. And I wanted to ask you that because okay. it literally says you can learn how to orgasm without ejaculating. What does that then? What does that do? See, well, now like y'all talked you? about polygamy, right? So yes. back in the day, let's say if a man has multiple women, he got to be able to satisfy those multiple women as well. Right. right? Imagine so you the one that if, don't get it. But I'm, I'm saying, so if he can separate actually having an uh, uh, ejaculating from his orgasm, then he can have sex over and over and over and over. Have you taught right? yourself how to do that? You know, I'm a master at many things. <laughs> you Have you ever, um, I had recently like see, a friend of mine talks about breath work and DMT, yeah. how your brain naturally gives DMT. Uh-huh. Is that part of it? Well, when you um, have any orgasm, that's what they call chi or energy. Right? right. So that's what they call mental orgasms as well. So the idea is keeping that energy sustained within the body. Right. Because that same creative force, that powerful force that comes together when you have sex that's life force. That's creative force. That's producing force. So at the man has an orgasm or ejaculates is different than at the woman. Our body breaks down because now we have to recreate that semen, right? Where a woman's body is different. She can continue to have orgasms without getting tired. So a man's body is completely different than a woman's body. So that's Western sex practice is just more so coming together, having sex. Whether you're talking about Eastern practices is more tantric, where it is reviving of the energy and it is less of, you know, humping and it's more of uh, of making love, if you will. Yeah, it says the other names for semen retention is coitus reservatus, seminal conservation and sexual continence. And like you were saying, where we see it as a Western, part of Western civilizations to just have sex, it actually says that Semen retention is part of practices such as Taoism, mm-hmm. tantric sex, like you said, uh, Maituna, Kareza, and Kayenpu Yang, a Kayenpu Yang. 
<laughs> she said, no, "Town like the no, restaurant." Literally, bro. No, it says it that many times. But yeah, that's the weaving of energy <laughs> stuff. That's what that's what funny. that tantric is. It's weaving y'all energies together. You understand me? Which actually makes the sex last longer rather than just jumping into it. Tantric is a real, real. I've only done tantric sex, sex with women, which is the most intense thing because I think sometimes men that testosterone gets you in a rush. And with women, I've we, had it on shrooms. It was great. Tantric sex, mm-hmm. it's but yeah, no get it's up. like the refractory period for men, which is the time it takes to get back up. Like women can keep having multiple orgasms or reserve it. But see, see, also I feel like women are selfish in that area. The same Uh-oh. way men are selfish in many in areas. Way? Because nowadays women do not know how to help a man have multiple orgasms. The same way men oh, don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my sentence. Let me finish my sentence. The same way historically men have not known how to have help women have multiple orgasms. But see, the whole idea of the Eastern that it is a partnership. Y'all both coming together to help each other expand in that area. Right? And that's kind of like how you know, you got to think about sex is the same way you kind of do the relationship in a little bit at the same time. For sure. Right? Because people usually put responsibility on one partner for that comfort or for that satisfaction, right? When it's supposed to be a partnership of both energies coming together to help each other climax to that area. Wholeheartedly agree because I think pleasure has, I don't know, I feel like sometimes it shifts where we put it all on the women like she is to service men. And then a lot of like pillow princesses, women that just... Here we go, pillow. Pillow, pillow. There we go, you said it right. She think I can't say the word pillow. How you say it? Pillow. 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 Whatever. (laughs) Where women will just pretty much lay there and not do much, right? But I think it has shifted over time as like men have to fuck the shit out of you. Women have to make sure they do this. And really, in reality, the best sex I've ever had is when we're both pleasers. And when you're both focused on pleasing each other, it turns into the best sex. And truly, that's kind of what Tantra is. You do have to connect with each other's bodies. And I think it's a very sexy thing to learn each other. Like a lot of people will come on here and say their best tip for sex is communication, which gets exhausting. But all that really means is talking about it together. Like, yeah, you could tell somebody what you want, but you should be asking too. Because I would hate if someone fucked me, especially after seven years of doing this show and being like, she was terrible. Like, but maybe you just weren't for him. Like, maybe you could be too kinky, too freaky, too nasty for somebody, and they could think that you were bad. But I definitely am a chameleon with sex. What does that mean? It means like if I know I've got a really, really, really nasty bitch and then maybe one is just kind of like, oh, I just want to, I'll do that. I I get off on whatever you getting off on, to be honest. Yeah, I have my own kinks, but like, I think that's how we can learn to be better partners. We should figure out what you like and take pleasure in you having pleasure. And a lot of people can't do that. You know what I'm saying? They're so focused on themselves that we can't enjoy the other person having pleasure. That means being able to give someone an orgasm and getting nothing from it. Like if you're only thinking about yourself during sex, it's not really going to be that enjoyable. How? I agree. You know what I mean? I think that people just need to learn how to, number one, have partnerships. You understand me? Like when we talk about relationships, I think all, everybody kind of, you know, uh, dehumanizes each other. The way men talk about women, the way women talk about men is completely dehumanized. It's, it's nothing spiritual about it anymore at all. And if you don't have a spiritual connection with a person, that relationship is going to end at some point in time quick, right? All of those other things that's going to keep you together, like what Mayweather talked about, 
Number one, the reason for most divorces is finances. For sure. So the statement didn't make sense to me because Mayweather got well, a lot of money he could barely work. read and write. So. Right. What makes well, the relationship? I, I ain't gonna spiritual. say that. I don't. I think the brother. No, he came out. Highly, of, he, he said it. Right, but he's highly intelligent. You understand he me? Can't read, you, 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 know? you, you, you don't. You don't. You don't get to the level of Mayweather of ownership of being undefeated and creating those kind of deals and getting that kind of money. You know, one thing he know how to read is them contracts. And I feel like that's enough, especially for black men. You know men. how to pay for lawyers. Because a lot of black men know how to read a lot of books. But when it comes to them contracts and that legalese, they don't know how to do that. And he does pretty good business as far as him being able to amass that wealth. But I just wanted to say that. But at the end of the day, you know, when you're talking about most relationships are failing because of, of money and then also just the culture today around marriage, right? There's no marriage culture. There's no real celebration of that. There's more celebration of whole culture than there is family culture. That's fair. Um, I think that we're in a, in a space of sexual liberation for where women never could, like, celebrate the fact that they enjoyed sex, that they enjoyed their bodies, that they enjoyed the things that they could wear because freely. Because culture, like, you're saying, is this basically me, the umbrella of celebration but, of but ownership, me, no? But to me, it's free. It's, you said it's what now? sexually freedom. Because I was going to say, culture. when I say whole, I make jokes when I talk about whole shit, right? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, I wish I was getting some dick, but I ain't even a hoe right now, but I'll joke about being <laughs> one because to me, it's the umbrella of like, I'm sexually liberated, right? Right. I'm free to do whatever I want. I have a lot of ownership over my body. I know what I like. the rights to do that. So, so I, th- I, 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 I understand where women have been historically oppressed, right, in many different facets. I think what's dangerous is today where the word freedom and liberation is used, where a lot of people can actually become slaves of their sexual desires, and it's not freeing. They're more addicted to it, right? So when you start crossing the line where it's sexual addiction or a person is actually, you know, being enslaved by their lower desires because they can't control themselves, that's not liberation and that's not freedom. But everything can fit under this umbrella. So I think that the brand is misguided. What brand? The brand of sexual liberation <laughs> and sexual freedom. So, see, this, this is where it's like, it teeters for me. A lot of our show is about unleashing kinks and sex lives of people, right? It, it goes to different umbrellas, like an episode with yours. It's not necessarily that. But many people that we've learned over the years don't really understand, one, how to channel their sexual energy, two, what they're into, or three, how to explore it in a safe way. That, to me, is under that umbrella. Because if I don't have dialogue with, when I'm, whether it be at a college or at our live show, a lot of women will come up to us and say, I had my first orgasm because of you. Or I was able to lose my virginity because I had sexual trauma and I couldn't disconnect it. Like, it's all in there. What There's about the bad- people that have all of, you know, the sexual problems where they don't have sexual discipline, Right. So is is that community being addressed as well? Where but there's they, men, what, what, you know, that uh, right? Men and women, person. right? It's it's men and women. I'm not when I hear the the sex culture is not just a women's culture. It's, it's men and women that is now participating because there's if women are having sex with men, then you know what I mean. It's both our cultures. I'm not right? a fan of sex addicts. I dated one. It was awful. Right. So, but that's what I mean. A lot of people are being driven by sex. Right. They most. Most people, most marketing is based on sex, sex sales, right? So you buying the fly clothes, the shoes, the, all of this stuff so you can increase your chances of having sex. Right. Right. That's that's this is the the probably one of the bigger issues with relationships is that men trying to increase their chances of having sex. They have sex with the woman. Woman becomes emotionally connected. She has expectations of the man. Man has no expectations of the self. She's heartbroken. She hates men. And then it's a cycle. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do think this is a male-led thing, though, and I'll tell you why. I think that most things that women do are for the male gaze. I think that the reason horrible decisions became quote unquote popular to some is because we it, it doesn't need to be air quotes around popular. No, I mean quote unquote. <laughs> Sorry. I've been saying why this What thing were you quoting? This popular thing, the reason that we're popular. popular, is what I'm, popular. Oh, okay. This okay. particular reason. Because we do talk about sexual health. But when I air quotes it is because Mandy and I were normal girls talking about our own sex lives, right? Without fear of men judging us. And a lot of times, any homegirl I have, to me, I have, I'm friends with a lot of baddies. The shit they do is for the male gaze. And it's because men are sexually driven. 
I notice a different ni- difference, 19. I'm not playing with you. If I wear this outfit out or I'll wear a skirt, men coming up to me is a huge difference. When I saw you at that black flea market shit, the week before I wore a dress, a week, the month before I wore a dress, niggas was on my dick. I have the same face, bro. So at the end of the day, what is it? What's really going on? Where your braids were different. Are women over-sexualizing themselves to get men? Well, a lot of them, they're doing it to get money. You understand me? I think that now it's for success. A lot of it ain't even for men no more, right? Now, they understand that the culture of sex sales, like I, I, I heard a woman talking about, well, she went and got her new ass because she knew that it was going to increase her opportunities, yep. right? So a lot of this, you know, body modification has nothing to do with men per se. It has everything to do with women ambition, right, towards success and careers and opportunities that they want. Because men don't, I mean, to be honest, especially when it comes to like fake asses and stuff, we don't care about that kind of stuff. Shit. You understand me? Dykeman, they do not, not the, not the, I, I disagree. not the I, I larger disagree. population of men to look that. at. The larger visual creatures. But you said we're talking about the six. Right, but you're talking but, about but visual creatures. But also, you brought up that women. Women are being hosted social media now. But the ambition is That's to true. land the, the men with the money who are going to spend the money on them. Right, but they're doing it for the likes and the comments now. Right, so they're not doing it for the male gaze. They're doing it for society's gaze. Right, so that they can increase. Because now women are watching those videos with women that have you know, the large asses and, and the breast and all of this stuff. They doing it for views. They doing it to become personalities. They doing I, I it to... I believe this because to, of the bartenders. To, to those Do you believe this? But the bartenders all got their bodies done to make more money and to get access to the men with money Which that is, like them. Dude, that's still like, capitalism. You're not doing it for a partner, though. That's different. You well, a lot of me? women who don't want to fully work and maybe don't want to be a star tender or bartender forever, they're hoping to land a man that can provide for them. So then they're really doing it so that they can be that. Or housewife. they can provide so for themselves. You understand me? So a lot of women are and trying not to figure get out. the men we want. Well, They're they trying to figure out how do I capitalize off society standards of selling sex, the male gaze, without needing a man. So the idea is I'm going to capitalize visually how I know men are attracted and stimulated by this, but I don't actually want a man. You understand me? So it's a completely different than a woman saying that I'm going to wear this small dress so that I can get a man. I'll be honest. And then I, I, I feel like it's the opposite. And unfortunately, it's because where men mostly do lead with their pockets, women are doing this because maybe they don't want a certain type of man. They want a certain type of lifestyle. And so literally a lifestyle normally comes with the attachment to a man. I only want to be a housewife and I don't want to work. I just want to be at home and I want the nice bags and I want the nice car and I want to live in the mansion. So even going to modify their body is in hopes to land that man that will get them the lifestyle that they truly want. That's part of it. But also when you look at like, look at female rappers, most it, it, their main audience is not men, right? But yet they're very sexualized in the way that they dress, right? If you go look at Whopper, you go look at um, any one of those, there was a like women and young girls that's watching that and like gay men that's watching that for the most part at the same time, right? That was that core audience that they getting their money from. So I'm saying that a lot of this sexual liberation, a lot of this culture now is based on capitalism. It has nothing to do whether you actually want a partner or not. So how do you then become the person that, to me, I think one of the things that really helped me develop into a good partner and woman was being able to have some leadership roles and become independent. I really believe it fueled me into being a better partner. Like I understood what it was like to manage people, to manage my own house and my own shit. And now I think I can live the life to where I can have some time off. I have the team and I could be a good partner. But how do we as women become that quote unquote boss bitch 
and at the same time, be able to still find someone that we can meet that will give us those family, that family that we all want. Right. Well, what do you want to do for the person that you with? Do you want to help them? What do you want to do for the person that you with? But here's the thing, mm-hmm. though, because the person that you're with, if they're not here yet, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Because basically, this independence is a deterrent to men that are successful. Because you're right. Successful men don't want it. What did Iman Shumpert say? Like, I don't need Tiana, great, whatever. I don't need none of that. So it's like, how do you coexist? To me, what do I want to do? I would love to be someone's partner in crime. I would love to know that you can come home at night. I would. I would love a man Which, to know that want, I'm not trying a, to rob a bank. What, I don't want to just rub your head, bro. I want you to know that I'm also well read. I'm also smart. That feels good to me, so and it gives me value. I, I asked the question because I think it's very clear as far as what society expects from men, but there's not much clarity on what what society expects from women. I do agree with that. You understand? But me? I shouldn't be answering that question, though. That's the question to you. But then women say they don't want men's opinion. So it's a very confusing thing. <laughs> I'm asking you, you see. You know what I'm saying? But y'all, y'all started this off with, You're right, I'm, you know I'm what I'm saying? Cool. You don't want niggas' opinions and men's opinions. Well, because so it's weird because what I, you I, just, but what because, you just but said. But when men say it, though, women are taking that as disrespect. They saying that this is misogyny. This is this, that, and the third. So there's a lot of conversation of men saying what they want I think women. misogyny but is, is the finger listening? in your face. Don't be doing X, Y, Z, basically sit at home, do nothing. But that's, that's, the, that's the thing, too. In everything that you just said, and I was mm-hmm. I was listening, I feel like you have to understand in partnership, right? You said, I, I can read a book. I can do this. I can manage. And you I, said, I'm not saying wait, I can't. Wait, 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 I am no, well read. I, I, my point, but let me finish. You said that that makes you feel valuable. How you feel valuable to yourself is not necessarily how you're going to show up in value to a partner. And so the things that you pride yourself in being able to do, right, that may not matter at all you to d- your He partner. just asked me, what do I want to do for a man? So I can only explain. You want to read make- him a book? Like, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. You know for a fact, so I'm, I'm asking, that bitch. That they, my niggas don't even know what the fuck the place That's fine you're that bitch, but, but I'm hold saying. Mandy, let me talk. Because you're putting you, words no, in my mouth. I'm not. I'm, le- I'm asking you then. You're trying to throw a book in my face. I have all I'm of these I'm not things. throwing a book at all. What I'm saying, stop being so defensive. Literally, what I'm saying then is, don't tell me what I'm about. What you just said, you feel value in and hold pride in is what also 19 is saying where we are prideful and feel we hold value in being boss ass bitches a man may not so his question was then what right. how how and in what ways would you bring value to a partner outside of he didn't you, say outside of you just well, asked no, me and then well let's, what, let's, let's look I at mean? it like this when a man builds himself up part of the way he's building himself up is so that he can be a good partner to a woman Right. When a woman thinks about ambition, the way she builds herself up has nothing to do with whether she's going to be a good partner to a man. Right. So I then ask the question, what is a woman supposed to do? What is her role in the relationship? Because I remember when there was big conversation around, well, what does a woman bring to the table? And a lot of people just said presence. And obviously that's not enough because right. men now have the ability to have the presence of women like they are kings now. Which is my point in saying that I do think there's any to me, you can learn how to cook, bro. I'm sorry, you can. You can't really learn learn how to be nurturing. And I know that's one of my greatest assets in any relationship, platonically as well. But when I say that I'm not just a girl that will cook and clean, I do have more to me. That point was to say that to me is the value that I also bring. But I, I think it's something to bring up because it seems as though it's a deterrent to men. How can women show up as strong people and also be in their feminine energy. Because we look, the word strong is very interesting the way it's used, right? Because mm-hmm. like, and, and, and that's specifically in context of like black culture, 
mm-hmm. right? Because oh, yeah, that strong I've, I've black say, woman they don't want to be called a strong, strong black yeah, woman. Because that's that's Absolutely. masculine, right? Yeah. How can you show up as a feminine woman because a man wants a feminine woman, right? You're talking about strength for yourself, but it has nothing to do with whether that's a value in a relationship. Agreed. Because femininity is strength. So if you have strength and know if you strong in the areas of being nurturing, being a helpmate, being a communicator, right, being able to be intuitive, being a guide in that area, then now you have value. Right. Because now I have this woman on my side. That's like my second mind over here. You understand me? Like that's that's an increased value. She sees things that I don't see. She has the energy that I don't have. She brings that to me. Mm-hmm. Right. She sees things about myself that I don't see about myself. Right. That's a, that's a powerful guiding energy that you can have in a woman. Right. She's like, you know, all great men throughout time. You can't become president as a single man. Right. You have to have a family Andrew because Schultz leading a family is microcosm to leading a nation. It's he always qualified. says married men are the most successful. And I mean, yeah. throughout time, we've seen that's, that. That's, that's, having, that's having a mate. But isn't it interesting that single women almost seem the most successful? And it's like, that's the motherfucker what is What is your grade of success? What do you, I'm, I'm talking you about grade? like when you talk about CEOs or just women out there. M- most but women that we grade success, though, is, is the question. Because you got to also talking about financially big, okay, like so, the men that are making money out so there. So let's look at historically. Why are women in a position, specifically black women, right, in the position that they're in right now, right? So when we look at our community, specifically black community, it's a very different kind of dynamic than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Historically, it's not that black men have been lazy, right? There's nowhere in history where you can find from 1865 we got out of slavery, industrial ages, black men starting businesses created Greenwood and created 60 plus more towns that was destroyed by this government America, right? There was the crack agenda. There was multitude of different things, redlining, lack of loans, black code, so many different things, pipeline to prison, bad uh, education system. So it wasn't that black men was just being lazy for the last 100 plus years. Mm -hmm. No, it's that we have always been the most targeted group in America, Right. And capitalism, as we white or women go after, they call it patriarchy, but they're talking about white capitalistic structures that black men have never been included in at a high level to become successful. So now they find our women to be less threatening and they're opening up that door because that further creates a wedge and a gap. Look at the conversations being had now. Right. That your success is weaponized to say that we're failures. They are giving women the door, you're saying? Well, absolutely. Doors have been open. So women are look at Kamala Harris, right? As a vice president. Look at, you know, um, um, what's the judge that just became the judge? Then you got all of these there's a lot of black women in positions of power. When they talk about diversity, they're gonna promote different black women. They're and they putting out their agenda, they're gonna put a black woman in front of that to represent them. The power structure is still the same, but this individual success is supposed to represent progress for the black community, which it doesn't, right? One person's success does not represent progress whatsoever. That's just their career. Now, the reality of it is, is that all of that has also been built off the backs of black men being killed and murdered and thrown in jail. Look at the whole thing with George Floyd. He had to be killed for a lot of white guilt to be propped up to the height that it is. And now diversity and inclusion is representation of women and black women leadership. But you have know. never seen a campaign ever where it said that we want to have more black male inclusion or black male diversity. There has never been a campaign. To this day, it still doesn't exist. But black exist. women have been counted out, though, 19 I'm not saying you haven't been counted out. But in that same token where black women have been counted out, black men have always been counted out. I agree with you on that, too. So, but, but I'm saying that the success that black women are enjoying is a part of the fact that black men have been a war economically in this country. 
So now we're looking at the results of the last 100 years and black women saying that, look, we successful. What y'all niggas doing? It's like, you know that the reason that everything has been catted up in this atmosphere is because of everything that happened before. It's not that just just generation is just better than the women and I men before. I don't think women, black women are not understanding that men are in black men specifically are incarcerated at alarming rates or that the crack epidemic epidemic ruined families. But like, but that does ha- that not that's show not you a white but, women though. don't step up like black women do. That's just facts. We can Google this shit. But but that you can't say but that is huge. There's no other people in America that can say that. Like so when you say. Well, who cares that the incarceration is high? Black men. No, no, have, no. I'm not saying who cares. But, but, but I'm saying, but when you say, but it minimizes, that, it minimizes that reality, right? When, listen, black men are the most targeted. We have the highest rates of homicide, violence, cancer, every disease. We have the worst statistics of any group in America. Yet it's not seen as the highest priority in America when people talk about activism. Why? Because nobody cares. You understand me? So, with black men, young black men today at this generation are starting from from way behind the eight ball. And then they also saying that, well, now you behind this black woman who's doing better than you. So it's becoming weaponized against each other. Now it's battle of success uh, of the sexes. Now her financial success is a representation of your failure. Right. And this is what's causing a bigger widening gap because she's saying that I'm doing better than you. What you doing, nigga? And you're not, you are of the generation that gets the benefit because this is where society is, but that's only because of everything that happened before you. I, I don't want to believe because I don't speak that way about men that make less than me that are doing, I don't ever be like, what the fuck are you doing? I want to know somebody out there that's working That's the tone, with. though. That's the tone that men hear when we talk that's about black women's success. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it all the time. Even with men that talk about women and the things that they want from women, most of the time they're 100% correct with their tone. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then let's maybe dig into, I feel like when I have this conversation with black women millionaires specifically, Mm -hmm. they always say some shit to me about how they've never felt like they were prioritized, that men that are in their lane or of their caliber are dating models that aren't black, whether they be Latina or, and we know they're Afro-Latinas, but, or white women. Like, what about the black women that are feeling left out? When did, when did any time in the world black men said that they wanted, or men said that they wanted a millionaire woman? That's something that she wanted for herself, but it was never a qualification for attractiveness. And on the flip side, as women, we do seek yeah. that in men. men have, we, women right, have always wanted... What I'm saying is, we want six, yeah. my point about that, though, is success in men. We're talking about successful women. Are the successful men going after black women? Yeah, a lot of successful... Most black men marry black women. Yes, that's true. Most people of any race marry their own race. But we do see a lot of glorified relationships where black men, successful black glorified, men... Glorified, which means the media, and say, we don't... Black people don't own the media. If we had our opportunity, but black women to don't decide, own that idea of putting black men down. So that whereas that's but that not is a monolith, glorified in the media. But I don't want to make the monolith of black women being successful and going out. If I had a daughter, I would want her to go out there and get it too. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah, that I, don't, I, I love the fact that black women are getting money and are successful. But you also see the challenges now, mm-hmm. right? That we talking about nature of masculine and feminine, right? Men are not going to change their nature to be attracted to women with money. That's not it. Right, so a man with money just wants Unless a feminine they broke woman, and not yeah. Transition. That's hey, man, survival. We got to post this chick every needs. Sunday. We got to start posting some food, man. And, and women should Shit. not just be going for men with money. And I think that's probably the bigger issue because most black men ain't got that much money. So most black men, women don't want the average man. That's the whole Kevin Samuel's argument. Yeah, is that your expectations are higher than reality? And yeah, especially when fit. you look at the numbers, one hundred percent. So now you got twenty women, a hundred women, a thousand women going at the one man. And then you mad at that man for choosing 10% of the options. We had that clip that you, um, what was it about women competing? Mm-hmm. Do you think that women should be competing for a man? And if so, what are the things that could make a woman stand out? I think human beings go always compete for each other because yep. at the end of the day, a man don't want to have any, well, you know, a good man, let's say I'm a good man, don't want any woman to have his baby. And a woman don't want to have a baby with any man. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to be competing with what they feel like is the top of the stock. Yep. That's human nature. That's beyond society roles when you strip people of jobs, titles, careers, all of that. We're talking about human beings. So I feel like developing yourself to be the best person possible, right, increases your attractiveness. Now, the problem is, is that what we're socially engineered to see as attractive is these things that will bring a person to you, but they're not going to keep you there. 
right? So, well, if I even want to compete in the social atmosphere of what people are attracted to, I got to step out fly. I got to look a certain way, right? right? I got to have these particular brands on. I got to have social status, right? I have to have some money. So this is how I even be seen. Now I'm competing against people who are seen in that same light, Yep. right? So now, of course, now you got to be a communicator. Now you got, now the personality comes into it. Now when you're dating that person, well, how do you keep that person so they don't end up going to somebody else? Now you're talking about character, right? How do I treat this person to where we can have longevity? It may work out for a year, maybe two, then they back in the dating pool, right? So it's different levels. And I believe that in old times, they used to think about character. What type of person is that, right? You bringing somebody home to your parents, is this a noble person? Who's their family? What's their background? Where they come from? It was a real investigation into the character of who these people were. Mm-hmm. Now it is an investigation on what they have rather than who they are. For sure. When you talk about top of the stock people, specifically mm-hmm. for women, since we know that it's not success or money, what are some things you think off the bat are it for women that are competing for men? Um, I think look at the things that Break up relationships, um, disloyalty, honesty, discipline, focus, passion. Not sex. Right? We're going to get to this. You know sex. But shit, <laughs> sex you, can't, you, can't know the, you can't know the sexual part till y'all have sex. You understand me? So sex is an experience you got to have with somebody. The rest, you, I mean, everything else you can start investigating at least to start looking for those things first. Yeah. You understand me? You can have communication about what type of sex and you can learn little things about a person, but you ain't going to know until you do it. Right? So you can't. You know, you can't test out everything before you buy it. You know what I'm talking about? Some things, you you know, you just got to get a, a, a non-physical communication about, right? But as a man, you know, because it, it, it's, it's the phase that we skip now in society, which is that whole, um, uh, what they call it, when you're not sexually with somebody and you have somebody there with you, um, you know what I'm talking about. Wait. They're doing it in the nation. I feel like the fucking word is right Courtship. Courtship. Yeah. Oh. We know courting. that was a, always a part of relationships, even with marriages, right? There's the courting phase. We don't court first. What should women be expecting from men with courting today, 2022? Flowers, I mean, nice ones. Well, yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, all of the, I, I can't tell you about the different dating types. I don't even know. Some women like flowers. Some people some don't people like don't. flowers. Well, I would just some say some basic wanna, things. I think that basic things is communication, right? Talking with somebody, can they hold a conversation that keeps you interested for a long period of time? Yeah. Right? Because if they can and y'all feel like, yo, I can just chill with this person and talk for hours, then you maybe could be with that person for days. Then you may be that person for weeks or months. But if y'all can't hold a decent conversation, but you're sexually attracted to that person, so let me just forget about that. Or the person got money is, I don't need to talk that much anyway. But (laughs) (laughs) so, so what we do is we often ignore the signs Instead of magnify, right? So we ignore all the red signs for some of the green signs. You understand me? Well, this is a go, so forget the red signs. You can't even talk to breath for an hour straight, two hours straight, right? I'm talking about not in no heightened situation. It's the most beautiful restaurant in the world. Can y'all fucking sit on a park bench and talk to each other and hold each other? And do picklebacks at a dive bar. You know what I'm saying? That might not be sexy for how society looks at it, but I'm talking about long-term relationships. If you want short-term, then none of this matters for you. If you want long term, then who they are and who you are and those two people actually meeting matters the most. That's fair. I'd agree with that. And what is their religion? What is their ethnicity? This is the thing. It's not just about dating inside race. You got to date inside your ethnicity, right? 
the difference between race and ethnicity is vast. A person, you you can date a black woman, but her ethnic background could be a different religion. Yeah. Right? She speaks a different type of language. She has a different customs and beliefs and values. Right? Do you all share that same ethnic background with each other? Because those are going to be the things that keep you together. Why do you think that is, though? Because there's so many, to me, interracial relationships and not that I'm in one or whatever. I'm just saying, like, why do you think that the ethnicity boils down to it? Because ethnicity is those shared common values that you have. You understand me? Those beliefs that you have. Because in the black community, we don't all share the same beliefs on relationships, share the same belief on politics, share the same belief on God. Right. Share the same beliefs on how masculine and feminine roles are supposed to go with inside that relationship. So if you meet a woman of the same ethnic background, but of a different race, you may feel like she has more shared things with you that you can get along with. Right. So we don't often realize that all black people have different ethnicities as well inside our diaspora. So we think we have to jump all the way outside our race to find somebody of the same ethnicity. Do you what? When you're like dating, do you ever think about that? Because I mean, I told you I'm dating a Muslim right now and it's or I've dated multiple Muslims, actually. Mm. But I think that's also just because I like niggas from Harlem, apparently, and everybody is a Muslim. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like mean, he, I, he from one to fifth with the knowledge of Supreme Mathematics. You know, you know when you walk into a different I'd be like, oh, you don't eat pork. There's some Palo yeah, Santo no, in the I air. Mean, so I, I don't look at that. I'm, I'm one of those people that questions so much. I don't think I'm coming in with the way I perceive what I want my household to be. I'm also a woman that doesn't want marriage or children. So to me, how I date, how I look for a partner is definitely different than someone who's looking, you know. I told you how people treat kids, period. Like, and this was yesterday I said this. I watch it all the time, down to how men talk to my dog. I think it's really important to see how people treat kids or someone younger because that always tells me character. Oh, I just stay away from them. That's, I mean, how do you always get in a situation where you're around a person and children? Or? I'm saying like, like a barbecue. As you're, you can as be you're, at a barbecue. No, as you're developing a relationship when they're on the phone. A barbecue in a minute. You to a barbecue? Not in a minute. I've been to, in, a, in a minute. I ain't never said I ain't been to no barbecue. Y'all just be saying stuff. I ain't been to a barbecue in a minute. In a minute. Come on, man. I was just at a barbecue there was a lot of kids. I was like, Okay. I, I just thought that was very specific. Okay. Just for me, that's one of those like partnership things where like it's a hard no. If I'm going a few dates, I see how they're talking to someone young. If they answer the phone to a family member, how they speak to them, especially the mother. I also one yeah, of my that was a key. when when men talk about their exes and they shit on them immediately. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I I don't, I don't like, like that idea that people this. gotta hate their exes. I, I think that's either. terrible. I also think that people just hold on to trauma to victimize themselves and make themselves feel better about their own role and their self-destruction. My ex is a piece of shit, but the other ones was good. The recent one was bad. Yeah. But to be real though, <laughs> whenever I talk about them to someone else, I make sure not to emotionally dump because I do want men to know like, I chose to be with this person for a certain amount of years. I liked something about the nigga. He was a hoe. I thought that was what connected us in the beginning. I just didn't know he was going to keep hoeing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Speaking of hoeing and in relationships. So before we get out of here, I want to talk about new dynamics in relationships. So we see throuples. We see a lot of threesomes going on, things like that. Do you think in the age of polygamy, that's to me an older thought where now polyamory is more of a new thing, that people can prosper in that? Uh, in polygamy? Polyamory. polyamory. Polygamy is when the women aren't, where just the man can have multiple partners. Polyamory is where they both date outside let's, of each other. Not even, let's not even say men. Let's make it easy for you. Men dating women that also are dating each other. Or thru- throuples where the women have sex with each other. So that's that's a new idea of polygamy, but that was never the idea of polygamy. 
Um, the idea of polygamy was was completely different. It was it was based on foundations of nation building and mm-hmm. like bringing people into the household, but doing it the right way, right? So you know these new ideas and standards that people just create definitions and just put on words. That's why I always ask people, "What does that mean to you?" Because I don't want to be having a conversation with you. We talking about two different things. So throuples, right? You have women that are bisexual. Like again, we're speaking with men. I don't think it's gonna work. I'll just put a blanket statement on it. I think that we, because I, I think everything is long term, right? It's like everybody got all these new concepts of how they want to run businesses, uh-huh. but then you got people that's been running business for thirty, forty, fifty yeah. years, and these always they come and they go. Right. Even, you know, in uh, in the stock trading world. Right. People can have successful ways. They go about making a million dollars, two million dollars. But can they do it again? Right. And so a lot of people are going for can things satisfy my desires in the short term. So um, so are you then saying you're a fan of monogamy for two people? I am. Yes. You know I mean, because I think that that's where you first learn yourself and you learn discipline and you learn relationship is. Okay. I think everything else is you not wanting to learn yourself in that and you want to throw in all of these other uh, uh, um, circumstances. What about a couple that get some pussy on just a vacation? You go to Vegas, she cute, bam. Do you think that can ruin when couples start exploring? Because we see that a lot. Couples yeah, that have five ruined a lot of couples like that. A lot of couples that have started exploring threesomes have been ruined because of that in the long term. They think that it's cool in the short term, and then they realize, like, damn, it wasn't for me. Or the other person wants to consistently have that thing happen. And now, you know, emotionally and spiritually, that relationship is not the same. The thing about, you know, relationships is that you build a certain integrity in them, right? Integrity is the foundation of something, right? Mm-hmm. It's what it's made of. When you add somebody else in that, they disrupt the integrity of it. So it's no longer the same thing that you all initially built. Adding them to the relationship. But well, you even not adding them into separate? the sex. Because once you add them into the sex, you're adding them into the most powerful part of the relationship. Right? Physically, we got memories as well, not just mentally. So our body remembers the people that we with. We remember the circumstances that we're in. So sex is one of the most powerful part of the relationship. So if you add somebody in there, even casually, they're now a part of that relationship history. You know what I'm saying? Your relationship got a blockchain and they don't forget. <laughs> it's called the cock chain. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was, do you feel like we went easy on you? No, I went easy on y'all. Oh, you know what? I was All being right. chill. You know what I'm All saying? Right. I didn't want to go too crazy. Too, to I didn't want to go you. too crazy. All right, All let's right. get the people what they want. What's your favorite position? Man, um, on the throne. You know what I'm talking about? I just like being a nice thought leader. You know what I'm saying? Teaching people the game. On educating the, people. On throne. You know Yeah, what? as a black guy. Oh, you know wait, wait, wait. No, we didn't get a sex tip from you. And it can't be communication. Man, I would say uh, massage beforehand. You understand me? If you give each other massages, you understand me? It changes the dynamics of sex. It, it, it electrically charges and you, connects y'all. You before. sound like my, this is disgusting. You are him. This is so weird. Hey, where I got to go? Oh, well, you know, because listen, the, the secrets are, are like. But listen, no, yes. that's, 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 that's been a secret throughout time. This is the thing about sex is the oldest thing we've ever done. So. And then to stretch you after, that's another thing. Foreplay. Oh, yeah. Massaging you before and stretching you after. That's what sister said. Chill, 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 chill. No, but for real though, because listen, sex, I mean, the massage creates a deeper intimate connection. Absolutely. Now, if you want to go to a whole nother level, you understand me, you might want to meditate before. Now, listen, no, listen. Y'all already talk about all of the physical stuff, so I'm going to give you some of the spiritual things. Go ahead, what's meditating before sex look like? So, you know, y'all sitting close to each other on the opposite end of the bed. Naked? Y'all got some of the, y'all can be naked or with a No, that's a serious question. You know, you don't have to be naked beforehand, but okay. not full clothing. Y'all in the bed. You know what I'm talking about? So, 
In the so, bed with the street clothes on. No, nah, not at all. Right? <laughs> so then y'all got the, the music flowing. You know what I'm saying? Put on some Egyptian Alexa, drum play music. Snow Allegra radio. Egyptian drum music? Oh, yeah. Egyptian drums? Yeah, not yeah, Snow yeah, yeah. So you don't fuck to like uh-huh. Jodeci or Brent Fires then? Well, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to my playlist. Now, <laughs> what I'm saying is you throw on some of that music. So now y'all catching the same vibration. Y'all in the same mental space. Because y'all, let's say if you had your own day, he had his own day, y'all can be in two completely different mental planes. So what y'all doing is y'all connecting, right, on the same mental plane and spiritual plane. Mm-hmm. Then y'all connecting on the physical plane. You know what I'm talking about? How long does that last? Man, you talking about the sex or the meditation? The meditation. Uh, it could be, it could be short. It could be five minutes. You know what I'm saying? It could be 10 minutes. depend on y'all, but it doesn't have to go that long. But it's like you all are sort of like visualizing, connecting together, right? And so creating that connection beforehand, then you all are going into the most electrical thing that human beings can do, right? Which is provide each other pleasure. You understand me? And that's one of the highest states of joy. So I believe that instead of you all bringing the world into your bedroom from all of the thoughts, ideas, and things, you're in a calm state when you have sex. So you're not passing along your problems and issues. You understand me? I like I being that's calm. Important. That's why a lot of people may like yeah. smoke or and, have a drink before. And it makes the man go, he go go longer because he's calmer, right? So when the sex is all riled up, that's when the man starts to have an orgasm and ejaculate. But if you come in in a calmer state, now, you know, you can handle What can we do if it's not Egyptian drums? That might freaking nigga. It ain't got to just be Egyptian. <laughs> it could be ocean waves. Yeah, it could be ocean waves. Ocean it could be nature sounds. Ocean waves. It could I'm be anything. Sure. And then y'all can go into y'all playlist or whatever y'all want to put on. This nigga just talk shit about me because I was like, I don't do the stars and moon shit. He's like, nigga, you put on galaxy lights and listen to ocean waves? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, yes, you do. <laughs> no, you got to do the cosmic energies. You know what I'm talking about? I but love it. That's, that's the key, though. But see, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, a woman that got the plants and she got the oils and, you know, she knows Why do men, yo, men love listen, talking about the plants in my the house. The plants it's is so key. Weird. That's life. Because, listen, plants lets me know uh, uh, at least an aspect that you're nurturing. You understand? Because you got to consistently water plants. For a woman to be in a relationship with a man, she got to water him as well. This you know what I'm talking about? That ain't woke. That's regular. That's regular stuff. See, this is but this is femininity is what I'm telling you about. you to be woke about. to even think that way? No, you got to be feminine to think that way. No, I'm saying men to look at women in that way. No, you just go be masculine and feminine. I think this idea, like woke means so many different things to so many people. Some people say woke is the new sleep. Woke is political shit. Well, woke is hate. I, like, I mean woke as far as like I don't know if men have ever came in my home and they always comment on my plants because there's a lot, but ever came in and said, you're a nurturer because there are plants? No, I don't think sub- it's a That's subconscious a thing. It's okay. like when you go into a woman's atmosphere, it should, should be a certain type of energy because that's your energy, right. right? If you come in there and there's no life in there, how you going to bring life to me? You know what I'm talking about? If, if, if you go in there and there's no food in the kitchen, you understand me? I know you don't cook, right? So... These are subconscious things that we notice. A woman having like the plants and the crystals and all of those different things, that's how she charges herself up, right? A woman has a different responsibility than a man. Y'all have a womb. We don't have that. So those different things that you have to do to take care of that womb because you're going to bring life or you have the ability to bring life. You are completely more emotionally available than men because you have a womb, right? So you produce different uh, uh, estrogen and different chemicals. So your environment should be a reflection of your nature. Right. The same way if you go into a man's home and everything is pink, it's not reflective of his nature. You don't want that kind of man. I don't want a dirty one. I know that when they have a clean house. You see, because also that's that's a I think that's very masculine as well, because it's very logical. Right. Clean. Cleanliness. cleanliness. You understand me? Because now it's, it's, it's like a man when he wants to do something, he go into OCD. I need everything to be in perfect state so I can think. 
So what you're looking at is you're looking at a, a chamber of thoughts. Like this is a thinking man's room unless it's like a creative and then they can work in a different chaos. Oh, yeah, I was cooking the other night and I was like, oh, I'll take a picture of the plate when I'm done. This nigga was like, mm, that doesn't really do anything for me. Send me a picture of this, the kitchen sink cleaned. All them, all them pots and pans. I swear to God. This well, nigga said real. all the pots and pans. Show me a clean sink. Yeah. That actually is what we're dating. Uh, 20 keys <laughs> over there. It's uh, only 19 you. of them. There's no replacement. There's only well, one. I, you know, I think it's an interesting question to pose of as someone that doesn't want kids or marriage, but is dating a Muslim man, how do you make sure that, does he ever complain about that? Because like, he's been happy in his relationship with you. I'm saying like, does he ever feel like he's unfulfilled? Because those are some of the things that you're saying a black Muslim man would want. It depends on what his vision is. You understand me? I think that the idea for most men is you got a vision that your woman is going to produce children because you want to you want to reproduce yourself. That's legacy, mm -hmm. right? That's that's a very high standard of manhood, right? So when you talk to anybody, you got to ask them what their long-term vision is because for me, I can tell when a relationship don't work is when it don't have alignment, right? If there are non-negotiables that I have on the table and you have some on the table, and there's nothing else to go from there. Yeah, it has more to right? do with your non-negotiables because right. I think that's also just an unfair way to to view women knowing that so many have fertility issues and can't create life. Um, and so to me, it has more to do not even with religion, but more so what you want out of partnership, not even family building, just because I do know like, and that's a conversation I've had with so many of my friends that feel as though, well, what is my value with men if I can't create life? Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I still just want to be very clear that no, not, age, not, yeah, that's, but that's not a, every woman can. So every woman can't, but that that's a subtopic. And I think that's a very much smaller percentage that people make decisions from. Right. People that have reproductive issues, then that's completely different. That is a physical thing. You're talking about people that just don't want to have children because that's part of their beliefs. You understand me? And they don't they don't want to. And I also don't want it to be conflated because some people can use that argument when it has nothing to do with the reason why they don't want to have children. Are you are you cool with like new reproductive ways like egg freezing and IVF? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, for people that need it. Yeah. If the people that really want to have children, if they like adopting and figuring out all of this different stuff, that's on them. But I feel like as a as an alternative, because of the way you want your lifestyle to be, I'm not cool with it. You know what? I got to say, you impressed me with that answer because you're not as all the way as I thought you were. I don't appreciate when men who may believe in science or not can't be empathetic enough to understand why a woman would want to make that choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm multidimensional. I just look at everything not from my perspective. I look at everybody's perspective. I'm not just talking to people who think like me. I'm talking to the world. So if I'm talking to the world, I'm thinking of like, what is a circumstance in a condition where this would be acceptable because this person doesn't have the same ability like every other human being, then yeah, but I feel like once it becomes an alternative, right, because of lifestyle, then that's when I'm You want to say skinny? No, it's very important for men to hear you say that, seriously. Yeah, I think it's, I think too many people do use the excuses uh, of using like modern ways and then they start throwing in statistics and stuff that have nothing to do with them, mm. right? And so they actually disrespect the people that actually need those alternatives. Because it has nothing to do with they need. I told Mandy on a Patreon episode recently that I just found out I had fibroids and the doctor told me I got to freeze my eggs. Mm. And I told one of my male friends and he was like, you're going to meet so many men that ain't going to want to fuck with you after that. And I'm like, 
yo, like, I, I couldn't even believe he said that to me. Instead of saying, like, sorry that happened to you. Right. But with steady on, like, people want natural kids. I'm like, the egg freezing means I can still carry the kid. I mean, just today, I feel like I don't know what men and women want out there. I think people have all sort of different things that they want now. I'm surprised every single day I learn something new. Mm-hmm. You dig? So I can't say what men and women don't want. I feel like these alternative lifestyles that I'm seeing every single day is letting me know that they don't even know what they want. What's something alternative you think you do? I ain't doing no alternatives. <laughs> I am no alternative. You well, before about, we get out, then oh, tell us something yeah. you learned I feel today. like being, but I'm going to say this. I feel like being uh, uh, the type of like black God that I am, masculine energy that I am, I'm already the alternative to society because I feel like this is no longer the norm. I'm the exception now. You understand me? And so being like myself is where young men are trying to get themselves up to, right? Because I grew up with a different kind of foundation. I grew up, in a state where I've seen black men with money and power and consciousness, right, and, and, and business and entrepreneurship, right? I, I, I look and I study the greats. So for me, I'm of this, the 1% on the planet Earth. I'm not in representation of the average male. You understand me? So I'm trying to teach black men to be above to average. I am. And that's why I'm a good representation because, you know, um, I'm teaching people how to walk in their power, how to think with power. And at the same time, I don't make excuses for shit. You understand me? Everything I got is because I went and built it myself. I went and learned something and then I did something about it. Nothing was given. There's no wars given. There was no doors open. That's why I made a tweet the other day. It's like, it ain't no more OGs out here. And I wasn't talking about like, it ain't old people that give advice. There's plenty mm-hmm. of them. But it ain't people that is in industries that's opening the doors and providing opportunities for a younger generation because they see that potential and they want to help guide them in that space. So for me, what I do is I actually educate and I teach people and now our goal is to open up some type of opportunities that I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Because I do want to duplicate myself. It shouldn't just be one fine guy walking around. You can't do that shit without no damn semen retention. Let it go. I feel like the <laughs> average person should stop chasing sex right now. Right? Men and women. Like, I feel like this is a very important season for you to discipline yourself. We're going in a recession, possibly a global depression. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of people spend money just on Trying to increase their odds of having sex. Well, let's be clear. We, we keep watching the show, okay? No, keep look, y'all can but, keep watching the show, <laughs> but you don't need to keep watching them hoes. You know what I'm talking about? All so, right. What, what, no. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All right. That was fucking funny. <laughs> no, but look, right. that's, this is a real, I'm very serious, though, because I feel like a lot of young men out there chasing sex and a lot of women out there chasing sex, right? And that ambitious energy that you put towards sex, if it was put towards business or skill development, you would be in a much better place. Right. You will increase your value. So don't focus too much. Don't be too ambitious. Out <laughs> well, there. No, I mean, I, I'm not going to tell women to not be too ambitious. I just want to say, make sure you develop yourself feminine. Right. There's a soft business life as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you're not trying to become a man in business. You want to become a woman in business. And I think early on, women were trying to become just like men in business. And mm-hmm. now I think the new turn of the century is how do I become how do I be feminine in business at the same time? Because the example of aspiration was white men. I want to be a CEO, so I'm going to act just like a white man. So when you bring that energy back to the household, I don't want that. I want feminine energy. That's what attracts me. I, I do think there's a place for both. Like, um, there's this chick I was getting into it with online who said women aren't good leaders and or shouldn't be leaders, that she's a lazy leader. She said women shouldn't be leaders. There's there's no way for that. We need rules and protocol. But I got to be real. Like, I think that's a really weak argument. And Mandy and I were saying, like, if maybe she talked about being a housewife or something like that, maybe that would make sense. But like, if you're going to work 
I do think you should be absolutely the best at what you do. I'm not out here to just be second fiddle to anybody. Like, no matter what I do, I'm going to be the best of the best. And that's probably why I am a leader in what I do. However, I think that encouraging women to lead has opened a lot of those doors you were talking about. When you talked about giving people opportunities, that's my real goal. First, it was to get money. And then I realized now I got what I want and I love growing it for others. And I think we've got to give black women a lot more credit as they are hiring at alarming rates. And black women are doing a really good job at keeping shit black. I've been giving out so much money. I know you talked about Kenya Barris recently about putting LGBTQ people in and Asian people and shit, but I work for him and I've managed seven figure budgets and I have yet to cut somebody white a check. Like, you know, it's... And y'all, ain't, y'all cut any black Muslims from checks? <laughs> we talk. But my point is like, we've definitely got to give these black women some credit. No, I'll, listen, I love... What listen, they're trying to do. That's why I don't, I don't have no hate towards no black women. I love black women. You understand me? And I love to see successful black women. I just don't like how media pits it against each other. You understand me? We could like, work and cook. It it, it it doesn't have to be that black women's success represents black men failures at, at all. I like right? that. And I think that that's the key when we're talking about it, because if we don't own the media and black men don't own the media, black women don't own the media. So we don't own the narrative that we even discuss. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's the most dangerous thing because they control what we think about each other because they put out these arguments and these conflicts and they keep us talking about it as if that's the normal issue that exists in our society. And on an average day and basis, a black man knows a black woman that he gets along with, that he builds with. You understand me? And if those was highlighted more, it'd be more examples for people to follow, people to watch and people to go after. But because it's the negative bullshit that's being pushed by, you know, uh, these companies, therefore, we don't even look at each other as brother and sister and family matters anymore. Why you look at me? Should we snap? I mean, if, you want, <laughs> if it was poetic. Tell, uh, tell people where to find you. And you have a podcast, right? Yeah. Um, it's a talk show more than a podcast. What's um, the difference? Well, the the because it's more of a visual experience more than anything. Carisha, right? please. If, if you go look at all of your talk shows back in the day, right, whether it was Oprah or whether it was, uh, I don't know, any talk show you think of. I Jenny think Jones. We rivaled them, you understand me, uh, at a high level. Like when you watch it, it's a, it's a visual experience with the B-roll. It's like watching a documentary, Dope. you understand me? So um, right now we're just getting more into the audio experience, right? to make sure that more people are listening to it as well. Audio um, got the dollars that YouTube CPM don't, don't baby. Look, look, I asked, I asked Charlemagne this morning about that. You understand me? And I asked the Tavio from Revolt and they was giving me the game on the video and the audio side mm-hmm. because video, I think we had like 5 million views last month. You understand me? So now it's time to get up the audio side. It's, it's a real got the best in the world. interesting thing. Like we, I remember academics went on and said, nobody listens to horrible decisions. They ain't shit because he's a YouTube guy. And Charlemagne got on brilliant and was like, you don't really understand. And I had a meeting, you know, I was telling you about it before, but this dude was saying like, I know that you're building these video podcasts, but I can't explain to you how much higher the CPM is for audio. Like people that listen to audio get paid so much more. Yeah, they, and, they pay more for audio. And it's hard because people find you when clicking on a video. So taking them back, it's we're, we're well, turning into a that, new age. I think the, I think it's going to turn where people see the value in video more. Um, and certain production studios and distribution do still right now. Like Revolt is more, I think, focused uh, where they value video a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting a, a podcast. Uh, yeah, they're getting a they podcast, have a podcast network. as well. 
Well, they're they're building it out right now. Yeah. So. But the audio right now, man, that's key. I, I I think everybody should have a podcast. I don't think you can have enough. I just think that the average podcast is not even getting that many listens in the first place. 118 right? downloads. What, 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 what they get is they make people feel like it's oversaturated and it's not, right? They're, most industries are not oversaturated. Music, uh, writing a book, podcasts, every, the average person should have those things, Yeah. right? Number one, it is a way for, if you have a business, you should have a podcast. It's a way for people to hear about your business, throw in commercials in it. I put, when we started off, I only had commercials for my business in there, right? And you're talking about millions and millions of views, so now, 15, 20 million views later, those are 15, 20 million people that now know about my products, know about my services. So if without that media, let's say the economy starts to slow down in other areas, I can still use media to help give me a boost. So if you don't have that, then you don't have power in the space nowhere. You got to go pay somebody else to try to get their attention. Mm -hmm. So attention is the one commodity that regardless of what's going on in the world, it continues to increase in value. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what y'all doing over here, you understand me? Y'all gonna always have value. Sex gonna always sell. People always not gonna know what to do in a relationship. They always make horrible decisions. <laughs> and they always need high level conversations. We like that. Matter of fact, make us, what was it, high level pussy? We gotta make that a shirt. Start your little network. We gonna be the high level pussy. Um, but anyway, promoting our business, check us out if you want some more episodes of us yeah. solo on our patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. See me at 19 Keys at my YouTube channel or on your leisure high level conversations. And thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.